You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap episode 114, 114. Steve Burnham joined by Andy and Letty again. Hi, guys. Howdy, Steve. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the next podcast. And um, Letty was telling me that, um, well, it's about the cash economy. It's the problem that just won't seem to go away, and the ATO is doing all it can to, to crack down on this phenomenon. They... Um, the ATO, we're in, um, was it Melbourne, uh, in Adelaide, Letty, you were saying? Yeah, last so year? the last couple of years, the ATO has really been very proactive in uh, what, what they say is helping the cash economy to get their tax obligations right. right. They've actually been visiting certain areas and certain suburbs in major cities, giving information sessions and actually visiting businesses to help business operators. So when you say on cash economy, we're talking about businesses that... Uh, generally can take cash in hand for their services. Absolutely, and we'll get onto those details in a minute. But for now, uh, what the ATO has announced is that they're going to be visiting 400-odd small businesses in Perth and Canberra. Now, this is on the back of visiting similar businesses in Melbourne, Sydney and Adelaide over the past, I think it was probably a good 12 to 18 months. Yeah. So yeah. they're now expanding into those smaller cities. Perth and Canberra. Well, quite big cities. And well, sort of looking certainly at so. What, the, the hairdressers of the miners and the politicians? Absolutely. Or your politicians getting their $10 uh, fried rice or something like that oh, take right. away after the Senate meetings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's, it's one of those areas where um, there has been great greater emphasis, particularly with, you know, of course, the budgetary constraints of the, the government. Yep, yep. And so uh, we've, we've also seen that uh, the government will be establishing a uh, cash economy task force as well to, to look at um, some ways, some practical measures in terms of how to, to deal with it, apart from, from tax, of course. You know, there was things thrown out there as to whether, you know, we reduce or take away all the $100 denominated notes oh yeah, yeah so so right. some there's some of the things that sh- sort of the the government will be looking at going forward as to how to minimize the the impact of the cash the, so, the yeah, cash economy so, so the cash economy is not only just about the income tax and gst obligations that aren't being met right. it businesses that knowingly engage in these practices may also be underpaying the workers by paying them just cash in hand not oh, returning the superannuation guarantee yep. and so forth and so like Andy was saying they have established a black economy mm. task force. It's not just the ATO, but also various other agencies as well. Yeah, just yeah. to make sure not only is revenue protected, but also that workers' rights and consumer rights are protected as well. So it's both sides of the uh, equation. Absolutely. That's right, yeah. There so a lot of money involved for putting such an effort. Well, there would be millions, wouldn't there? Mm. Yeah, we're talking billions here. Um, well. You know, like it's very hard to to quantify. Mm. Um, the government's had some, some goes at it. And um, I think from what I last read anyway, it was about twenty-one point, twenty-one billion dollars that we're talking about that's being Absolutely. lost. No, that fix everything. That's right, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. so I think that's why it's such a big, uh, yeah. a big uh, prerogative from from the government to try and address these issues. Yeah. And look, you know, we actually take the view that most people actually want to do the right thing. People want to start up their small business, whether as a hairdresser or nail salon in the spare room or the uh, fish and chips takeaway shop or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. People want to do the right thing by the law, but the Australian law is actually really hard to understand. It can be very difficult to understand all your GST obligations and income tax obligations as well. And so businesses that deal a lot with cash may find it hard, for example, to have really adequate record keeping. So unknowingly, things may slip through the cracks and so the ATO wants to reach out to these businesses. So they're not not pointing fingers and saying, hey, everybody in these industries is 
knowingly doing the wrong thing, right. deliberately cheating the Australian public. But some it, people it might find it quite over their heads and they might just need that extra hand, that that little bit of extra help okay. to help them to get the obligations right. Is it a random thing? Like they might go to a, into a Canberra shop and just walk in off the street? Is that what happens? Yes. Yeah, so there are instances where they will do that. Um, we do know that, um, you know, sort of in the area of Box Hill here in Melbourne, uh, they have done that. They've walked into really? shops just to have those, those discussions. Um, so... They, they will do those sorts of things. They also run, um, you know, sort of um, essentially workshops or yeah, forums. Yeah, the whole information sessions for traders in the local community and beyond yeah. to come along, listen to what the ATO has to say about these matters and raise their hand and ask questions to clarify their own uncertainties. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, the ATO, we've spoken about this, you know, on a number of occasions. Um, they've got very strong and very good data matching processes and so they're able to identify you know certain areas certain groups where they feel that um, you know such taxpayers might not necessarily be complying with the law as well so um, and they take an approach where it could be just information only Um, it may not necessarily be the case of okay we're gonna visit you just to, to slap you down Right, um, right. It's more. It's more just to. It's more educational as well as um, as um, not necessarily you know sort of undertake a review audit type processes. It's it's to make sure that taxpayers fully comprehend and understand their responsibilities. Yeah. I suppose with the day to day running of any small business, you know, your mind is distracted. It's elsewhere, not necessarily on the um, tax obligation side of things. But then it should be. So um, even just the presence of ATO officers, I suppose, uh, is a spur to remember that you should. Uh, toe the line. That's right, yeah. And um, as Liddy was mentioned earlier, they are looking at specific industries, hairdressers, takeaway food shops, etc. And, and that really comes about from um, the commissioner over time has done a lot of what's the, what they've referred to as benchmarking at the ATO. And so based on the information that you know certain industry groups have submitted, they've sort of been able to form uh, reasonable conclusions as to whether certain taxpayers might be sitting outside specific uh, financial ratios and, and benchmarks. Right. And so there is that scope there that the taxpayer may not necessarily be, be complying with the law and, you know, there might be a few cash transactions there. Yeah. So so that's how they've gone Both about it. Out. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And, and so definitely the ATO will compare businesses to uh, averages of businesses all across their specific industry or location. Mm. But another thing they'll also do is they'll look at the... Um, and compare the data from the business's own record. So, for example, the income tax returns lodged, what are those disclosures compared to what's disclosed on the GST forms compared to perhaps how much superannuation guarantee has been paid. Oh, I see, yeah. yeah. It should all equal out. Yeah, so we, if we're taking massive deduction for wages in the income tax return form, right. but no super guarantee has been paid, it, <laughs> then that's going to raise sense. questions, isn't okay. it? Is this cash in hand? And it's one of those things as well where... Um, We've seen a couple of uh, cases through the AAT in the past where benchmarking's been used and, you know, it's been acknowledged by the tribunals that it's not a precise science, mm. these these numbers, because what happens is that they the, the commissioner will, you know, impute a value that he thinks is that the taxpayer should be assessed on and it's the onus is always placed back on the, the taxpayer to 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 prove that their um, assessment is is not excessive. Yeah, yeah. Or the so, taxpayers. Uh, yeah, that's Representative, right, yeah. the practitioner, I suppose. That's correct. Yeah. So so there is a lot there to 
to note about how sort of DHA constructs um, sort of their activities around this yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what can what can um, small businesses do? I mean, uh, as far as record keeping, is there, is there an app? Is there something that they could um, use to keep out of hot water? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's so much good software out there or, you know, accounting software out there that, you know, taxpayers should be diligent or businesses should be diligent. You know, you've got, you know, your zeros, your MYOBs. What about that ATO you, app that... The ATO app, yeah, the ATO app is useful, probably more for for individuals traders. and sole oh, traders right. yeah. to yeah. to capture their to capture their receipts. There are even sort of apps, you know, expense apps out there. We've we've come across one called Expensify, where you know you can even download your um, bank statements and and so forth and, and marry up receipts for for expense claims. Yeah. So yeah. so there's a whole raft of um, you know smartphone apps out there which can aid. In you being a good record keeper. Right, right. How long yeah. does this program go for? Do you know, lady? Uh, it's just ongoing. Ongoing. Look, okay. the ATO has announced they will be visiting certain cities, but it's it's really quite a long term ongoing yep. educational campaign for them. Okay. Yeah. So an ongoing, as in it'll then go to another city, I suppose. After possibly, who knows? They're, they're, probably, they're probably looking at all the data to identify where the need is, where ah, they yeah. need to educate people, and as time goes on, they'll probably find new ways to uh, inform inform the crowds as well. <laughs> and, and like we said, this is part of a, a much Absolutely. bigger program yeah. by not only the, the tax office but also by the government to to, to um, whittle down the amount of, you know... Of um, lost tax revenue. Mm. That's right. And it wouldn't matter what colour the party the, no, the that's team right. government, that'd be, uh, they'd that's be keen right. on that. And one would hope as well that... Um, now that we, we, you know, when we spend money, um, we're moving towards a cashless... Well, that's true. Society, you yeah. know, that that should, you know, hopefully eliminate a lot of this, except for, you know, potentially the criminal element. Well, yeah, yeah, but um, but otherwise, yeah. So from how we look at it, I mean, the government is working on these initiatives, and I think that's a good thing for for all taxpayers. Okay, thanks again, Andy, Letty. Very interesting. And uh, any cash economy uh, players out there, be careful, <laughs> especially in Perth and Canberra at the moment. But uh, <laughs> right. or get your get your books in order. Um, and thank you again, listeners. We'll be back next week. Thank you.